0: Healthy, loving partnership has the profound ability to heal our deepest early wounds. This week on the podcast, I'm exploring how relationships can heal us. I'm exploring the difference between healthy and toxic relationships. This is really important because so many people label relationships as toxic without really knowing what that means. I'm exploring the one question you need to ask yourself right now about partnership and the tricky traps that sensitives continue to fall into, whether they're in love or looking for love. I'm Marcy Moberg, and this is Tune In with Marcy, a podcast devoted to exploring what it means to reconnect to our intuitive nature. Hey there, welcome to Tune In with Marcy. I'm your host, intuitive coach, and healer Marcy Moberg, and I'm so delighted that you're here today. We're talking about a very important topic that is something I hold dear to my heart and is something that comes up a lot in my one on one work and also in my programs. And that's about how relationships have the possibility to heal us. And I just want to start by sharing a little bit of a personal story about my own kind of foray into love. That's kind of the kind of, I'm I'm talking about those kind of relationships, friendships, platonic friendship relationships absolutely can heal us. All sorts of relationships can heal us. The ones I'm going to specifically talk about today or focus a lot on is uniquely focused on partnership and romantic love in, or authentic love in a partnership relationship. And many, many, many years ago, if you kind of zoom back, before I met my husband and uh, really as I was, you know, starting to think about starting the business and the work that I do now, I had two desires pulling me in really different directions. One was radical freedom. I had gone through a divorce and regardless of circumstances, divorce is just a painful process. So I'd gone through that and I was just really hungry to reclaim all these parts of myself and just to feel like a lot more free, which included this possibility of Leaving my tenured government job to do some coaching and healing work, which is, of course, what I ended up doing and what led me to what I do today. So I felt this pull towards radical freedom, but I also felt this pull towards authentic love. And my heart was really battered and bruised, and I was really, you know, hell bent on protecting it after what I had gone through in my marriage and then. Became really strongly desiring to protect it after some dating and events that happened after I got divorced as well, after my marriage. And so I had developed this really, like, built concrete walls around my heart. And I kept telling myself, well, I'll never get married again. I'll never live with a partner. I'll never share the same home with them this was something that I kind of like really, really affirmed. But, and also I'll say also something that I thought that I needed in order to have this like radical freedom that I felt like I needed, like I can't get married again. And I can't live with a partner if I'm really going to fully, fully be free and, you know, like reclaim all these parts of myself and I can't be in like a close Relationship, But the problem was, is that like really deep down inside after time went on and I got space from my divorce and after I started kind of poking around into the world of dating for really the first time as an adult, because I had the first time I got married quite young, then the problem was that deep down, I really desired a love that was spacious enough for my entire free bird self. I didn't want to feel like I had to give that up for authentic love, which is why I was like, screw, screw love. I don't want it. But also deep down inside, I really did desire love. And I secretly wanted like a love where I could feel like I could actually be my free bird self, my full self and a container where I could feel seen and heard and understood. And what I didn't know was that this deeper desire for a safe partnership would end up later becoming the most healing life that I could give myself because, well, leading up to that, it's like when I was at this fork in the road uh, and, and at this push-pull dynamic, my original thought was, well, screw relationship, and I was very deeply devoted to my spiritual practice, so then the thought was, well... If I'm kind of not interested in relationship, I want to devote myself even more to service and teaching and a spiritual path, then that for me equals some kind of renunciant container, which then led me to really seriously exploring, considering, and um, almost becoming a Buddhist nun. But as I went through that journey and started to really get in touch with what I actually really did did need, did want, did desire in my life, then that's when I had to kind of make this reconciliation and recognize, well, actually, I do really want love. But then the fear was I don't think that what I want exists. I don't think that there's a love. There's a relationship that could be a container that could be big enough to really allow my freedom, that eventually I would have to, like, shut parts of myself down. Like, I would have to do this kind of, like you know, cutting off my arm um, to fit in, like put myself into unusual shapes, right? But that was because my past was very much deeply connected to being in unhealthy relationship dynamics. And so I didn't know that this deep desire for safe partnership was the right hunch. And I didn't know I didn't believe that that could be fully possible in a sense. I hoped, but I didn't know that that could fully be possible. I kind of had developed a jadedness and that jadedness created this like deep protection walls in my heart. And I thought my healing then, therefore would always come from avoiding relationship. But instead, over time, I learned uh, in my current partnership and my current relationship that healing can come in a relationship when we are in a healthy one so let's talk about what is a healthy relationship because this is something that I don't think not everyone knows if that hasn't necessarily been modeled for you either in the overculture, like the culture you live in I don't really think I mean I grew up in the United States I don't really feel like healthy relationships honestly are modeled I don't see them really modeled in a lot of the modern media of what i grew up in i don't a lot of some of us don't really necessarily see that modeled in our homes so what is a healthy relationship well a healthy relationship is where your needs and your feelings and your unique rhythms in life and perspectives matter right it doesn't mean that those matter so much that like your partner's needs, feelings, unique rhythms and perspectives don't matter. Right. It's not about that. It's not like going to five-year-old self where we want to get what we want and we want to get what we want and that's it. Like that's, that's not realistic, but it is where those, those parts of yourself, like what's happening for you, what's up for you matters in the relationship. A healthy relationship includes a dynamic where both parties are willing to take responsibility for their choices and actions. They have that intention and they do that to their, to the best of their ability. So that includes like acknowledging if there's, if hurt has happened and taking time to create uh, repair in the relationship. It's a dynamic, a relationship where forgiveness and love leads. That doesn't mean that You allow yourself to be a doormat. It means, however, that you don't hold on to past hurt if there has been proper repair around that and responsibility taking and honesty, which then takes me to the last piece that, of course, a healthy relationship requires honest, loving communication with a healthy dose of listening and sharing that and that serves really as a cornerstone. And what is a toxic then relationship or an unhealthy relationship? You know, people use this word very. uh, (laughs) I feel like people use this word very haphazardly in our modern age. People use this a lot where I have seen people use this where they when they disagree with someone, they'll say, oh, you're toxic or when they don't get what they want and they will say, oh, you're toxic or when they get triggered and they will say, oh, this is toxic. But that's that's not always true. Sometimes what's happening in those dynamics that we're naming toxic is that our past wounding, our trauma, our projections are getting in the middle of the dynamic between us and another person. And it's less about the relationship being unhealthy and more about maybe taking us having to take the uncomfortable responsibility that maybe some of what's unfolding in our own psyche is uh, unhealthy and needs to be healed, not in a war broken way, but in a maturity way. Like we need, there are some parts of us that need to mature and grow up more. So that's important to name as a little side note. So, you know, in this case, when I'm talking about what I think a truly unhealthy or toxic relationship is, is that the pieces that I just spoke about before in a healthy relationship are really missing. So for example, your needs and your boundaries are overrun. Like they're, they're always overridden. They're not up for discussion. They're, they're not taken into consideration. Your feelings are dismissed and invalidated. Your unique rhythms are pressured or criticized or picked apart. Judgment really leads in toxic relationships, judgment uh, about the other person's intention or what they're doing, judging them as wrong. Um, Communication is usually missing or completely broken down and connected to all this is that love is really conditional. It's conditional on these other pieces and So in essence, a a truly unhealthy or toxic relationship causes harm more often than not. And a healthy relationship can foster healing if we take the invitation more often than not. Would you like to be a part of my inner circle? get the opportunity to know me a little bit more and for me to get to know you, how about an opportunity to take what you learn on the podcast and translate it even more practically into your everyday life? Well, if any of that sounds good, I would really like for you to hop on over to my website, www.marcymoberg.com and sign up for my newsletter. I send out regular emails to my newsletter, which is really my inner circle. That's the best way to stay in touch with what I'm up to. And I send out newsletter only practices uh, whenever I have a new podcast episode, which is an opportunity to really take that week's theme and that week's episode and translate it into your own life. Super easy. You just head on over to my website and you'll find a pop-up window and a link there to be able to join. I can't wait to get to know you better and for you to join my inner circle. Here's the question you want to reflect on more often than not. What type of experience are you having? Whether you are currently in a relationship or between relationships, consider more often than not, have you experienced harm or healing? Do you feel like your feelings and your needs matter or they're considered a burden? Do you feel like you've bravely taken responsibility for your words and actions and... Uh, You have seen your partner do the same, or have you played or received what we might call the blame game, right? Where you kind of, we point fingers. Now, here's the thing that I really emphasize the more often than not piece because every relationship has ups and downs and no one is perfect, right? So there are going to be times where you unintentionally hurt your partner and your partner unintentionally hurts you. There will be times where uh, you're, you're tired, but one, one or both of you are really taxed and uh, it feels hard to meet the other person's needs in that day. Or you might fall into an old trap where sometimes you end up pointing the fingers but the question is more often than or not: Are you experiencing healing or are you experiencing harm? Relationships that are healthy have a nice, strong reservoir of good, good stuff, good vibes, good energy. There's like a you can you can imagine it like the goodwill well is really really full, so that when there are those obvious moments of humanity where you unintentionally hurt someone, someone points a finger and plays the blame game, falls into kind of old traps because we all have them, that you have a really, really nice, strong reservoir to draw from. But if you're in a relationship that's causing a lot of harm, there's like no reservoir to draw from. And that's why any sort of moment can just really feel like death by a thousand paper cuts, if that makes sense, because you don't really have the, you haven't created the goodwill uh, together. Now, sometimes those relationships, if both parties are on the same page and uh, feel like they want to take responsibility, they want to show up differently, then sometimes those dynamics can shift into more of a healing dynamic because here's the good news with the right skills and values and intention healthy loving partnership can be possible and healthy loving partnership has a profound ability to heal our deepest early wounds those wounds where our caretakers didn't meet our needs those wounds where we didn't feel seen those wounds where we we were harmed we were hurt those were w- those wounds where we our our feelings were invalidated or didn't seem to matter having a healthy relationship a loving healthy loving partnership and practicing the right skills and values and intentions can really 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 deeply heal that and that is why i actually believe that being in relationship is one of the most sacred spiritual practices that we can participate in. These healthy relationships can show us that we can be messy and still be lovable, that we can bring all the pieces of ourselves and still not be too much. We can trust another person to hold our heart tenderly with care, and that we can safely lean in, let go, and let love in. This is important for us to know because often sensitive souls in otherwise healthy relationships don't do the vulnerable work to let the love that's right in front of them in. Uh, I see this all the time in clients and also in the relationship program that I have, Relationship Alchemy, which will be opening up for uh enrollment uh, very soon so you should stay tuned if you're interested in that program and in my client work i see it all the time these sensitive people these sensitive souls um who are in otherwise healthy relationships because of all these dynamics from their past just block themselves from this beautiful love that's sitting right in front of them as a self-protection mechanism and then on the flip side i've seen sensitives that are in really, really unhealthy relationships, relationship dynamics, try really, really hard to make it work when it's inherently causing harm over and over and over again. So I kind of see this trend where there are sensitives that are in healthy relationships, but it's really hard for them to open their heart up to receive that love in front of them because it's vulnerable. It's extremely vulnerable to do There's a lot of fear of being disappointed, of being let down. And then on the flip side, there are sensitives who are trying really, really hard to make something work when really it's not about trying to make it work. It just is not a match, you know? This has happened so many times with my clients that I've worked with and mentored um, and coached around dating. There are so many times where I see sensitive people just trying so hard to make something work, and I've had to have this really lovely, like... Hard to heart conversation with them to say, you know, it sounds like things are just not aligned. It's not that you need to put more work in. It's not that you need to change the shape of who you are. Don't do that. It's that it's just not aligned, and and things can be not aligned, and there can be that person can be completely lovely. There may be nothing wrong with them, but it's still just not aligned. That's okay. It's great. Like that's important to know. And in cases where it's not only just not aligned but it's harmful is really important not to try to make that work so often sensitives are between this place and and whether it's relationships or dating they they we <laughs> tend to carry the harm from our past to stop the healing in the present so i'm going to say that again so often sensitives who are in relationships or between relationships or dating, carry the harm of their past to stop the healing in the present. Or they fall into this other trap. The other trap is believing that they're too picky. You know, kind of going back and rehashing things and thinking, oh, I'm just being too picky. I mean, sometimes that's true. Sometimes it is true. But oftentimes it's not. Oftentimes the sensitives I know are just trying too hard to make something work that just wasn't aligned and oftentimes was maybe causing harm. So healing relationships, healthy relationships, is really, really sacred work. And I think it's some of the most beautiful work that we can decide to participate in. If you loved this episode, I'd love to hear from you. Screenshot it and share on Instagram, Instagram, And tag me at Marcy Moberg. I would love to hear from my listeners. And let me know what you learned from the show. Let me know uh, what ahas you had and what recognitions, what connections, what dots you connected. And what this got you thinking about how relationships can heal you. Is there something new that you realized that you hadn't thought of before about the the reality that maybe you are one of those people that walls off your heart and you're not allowing love in? Or are you one of those people that's been trying really, really, really hard to make something work and you recognize, wow, it just was really, it's just not aligned and it's not healthy and it's very harmful for you. So let me know how it goes. Tag me on Instagram. I love to hear from my listeners. And uh, until next time, remember that being you takes courage, really being you takes courage. I think the most powerful thing we can do is to endeavor on our path to embody our inner truth in our, every aspect of our life. And that takes a lot of courage. Thank you so much for tuning in today with me on my podcast. Tune in with Marcy. I hope you loved this episode and it enriches you as much as it has for me to create it. If you enjoyed the podcast, I would be so grateful for you to hop on over to Apple podcasts, share your rating and leave a review ideally five stars that way more people can find this podcast which would be wonderful make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss a single episode and you can always learn more about me and my work at my website www.marcymoberg.com that's my first and last name.com until next time remember being you takes courage lots of love